Welcome to the Are We Still Here podcast, where we talk about what really matters for you and your own health and fitness. I'm Jess. And I'm Sasha. And each week we'll come to you with a no-nonsense topic, which will make you challenge your own thoughts and ask, are we still here? Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you're enjoying the podcast. And let's get to today's pod. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Back to the Pod. Welcome back. Episode 95. Feels like a really long time since uh, like we lasted this, but I think it's just because of the week bank holiday weekend. Yeah, I actually think... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure everyone likes it, but I find bank hol- that bank holiday is too long for me because it's all... Everything's, everything stands still and nothing's normal with work. The gym was horrendously busy on Monday. Oh, really? The, the cars were parked all the way up the road. Like all the way up to the, well, obviously people don't know the road unless you go there, but the car park was completely full. I went upstairs and I was like, what on earth mm. happening? Um, but yeah, it's been nice actually. Nice weather apart from yesterday, apart from yesterday and the day before and Friday. And- <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really sunny. It was well, over this way. It was well nice like the weekend. Saturday was so nice. I know. I was at a friend's Hindu and we just was able to sit in the hot tub and it'd be like oh. super warm. It's um next Thursday is my thirty second birthday. Oh hell! And it's going to be twenty degrees and sunny all day. Do you know what you're doing for it? You doing anything? Well, nice I'm at work. It? I'm at work. Mm. Um, because the Thursday again. Thursday is my busiest day at work. So if I was to not come in, I've just got to put those six people somewhere else. So it's just like mm. completely inconvenient for me. So I'm just working as normal. Um, and then Dan probably will make me a nice tea. And then we're going out on Saturday night to the restaurant called Earth that Jay Rayner um, said one of the best meals he's had. For mm. ages. So managed to get a table there. Um, but nothing, to be fair, 32, isn't it? Yeah. Bit of a... Well, a bit boring. Let's be honest. It's a boring, dull birthday that no one gives a, about. Hey, it's still, still, you're still another he- year on the planet, so that's good. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure I'll have a nice year. Twenty, uh, 31, 21. 31. 31. 31 was great. Um, thirty was great. Thirty-one was great. Who knows? Thirty-two might be even better. How are you, Jess? Yeah, I'm sound. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, can't yeah. Believe you can't believe you trained at seven o'clock last night. I yeah, know. Yeah, gross. That that's not me. My my diary again. My diary's all mixed up because it's the East holidays. My clients. Yeah, are that's away. another reason. Yeah, yeah. So my clients are all away, so my schedule looked different. So I went to the gym at like half four because I had evening clients. Well, afternoon mm. clients, and I was like, oh, I'll go in. I'll do my session, and then I've got clients, and then I'll go home. Yeah, and then uh, ended up talking to another coach and she was just chatting to me but I was literally thinking I've only got like 50 minutes to do this session and it wasn't going to happen so I was like okay I'll just lean into <laughs> chatting then um and then I had to just finish do my session afterwards so Sasha was like what are you doing working out at seven o'clock at night I was like I know and some people might be listening saying oh I like working out at seven o'clock but I think as a as a PT when you're in the gym all day or talking about fitness yeah. all day at seven o'clock you just want nothing to do with the gym yeah yeah I I used to love training after work when when it wasn't my job mm. um and now I just like starting any even this afternoon um I'm training at two 
that's weird. I don't. Who, I'm meeting. Uh, no, I'm meeting who, all right. Meeting Neve this this afternoon. Oh, are you? Yeah, she's coming over from Hull, so um, oh, nice. she wants she wants to come see Brick. So we're going to just train at two, and then I've got clients from like quarter to four. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess is going to go into episode ninety five's topic today. So, what is healthy? <laughs> what is healthy? Um, you know- it's a uh, just I just about to say the reason I really like this topic today is because I had such good chats about it yesterday. So I feel like it's going to be some nice. Oh, that's good. I think we often send each other messages, don't we? And it's actually like quite apt because we've actually had a conversation about it probably within mm-hmm. like the last day anyway. Um, yeah. So um, I said, Sasha, this morning, I've just sent you a video on TikTok. She was like, what? Um, and as much as you might think, we have a uh, very educated resources and views <laughs> um this one actually came from an ariana grande uh, tiktok that she posted and she spoke a lot although i've not seen any of the the controversy or whatever but she basically said that a lot of people are commenting on her body at the moment and saying that she doesn't look the same as what she maybe did previously yeah. so i don't i don't know what that's in relation to whether that's like no idea daily mail articles or i don't know probably something like that yeah but she said like how i look a lot different now <clears throat> but she's much happier and feels healthier. a lot healthier than what she did before like previously when maybe people are comparing it to looking a certain way she was drinking a lot. She was on antidepressants. She had really poor nutrition. Um, but people are saying, oh, well, she she looked better then or what have you. And she just said, I just think we need to practice people. more compassion and uh, realize that the way that somebody looks isn't necessarily how they feel. Um, and we've had this discussion before. I, I remember when um, Adele released God. whatever, was it 30, her other album she released yeah. not too long ago? Um, and everyone was like, oh my gosh, she's changed so much. She 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 looks so much healthier or whatever they said. And then, but reality is like she'd been through a divorce and like had quite a lot of like difficult things going on in her life. And it, it, it was just the instant thing that people jumped to that when someone's maybe changed, lost weight or gained weight, it's like, oh, they're healthier or they're unhealthier. So today's topic we wanted to talk about is what does health actually look like? And what should be we be conscious of as people when it comes to passing our own judgment um when it comes to ourselves but also others health i'll, I'll um i think i mentioned on the pod before i've just finished reading um sick enough by uh, dr jennifer gaudiani and it's very apt for this pod because you don't know mm. You can't look at someone and decide whether they're healthy or not. And I've heard people say, oh, they look healthy. And it's like, so everyone's kind of, everyone must have their own idea about what healthy looks like. And usually, you know, like when people come back from holiday and they've got like, they're quite sun-kissed. People say, oh, you look, you're glowing. Oh, you look so healthy. It's like, just a little bit of sunburn. <laughs> just a little bit. Um. So yeah, I think this is a really important topic because, I think that if we all asked ourselves what we actually mean when we say it, one, everyone will be completely different, but two, there'll be like an, a kind of like common denominator, I think, around what we think healthy looks like. But I also think that people will pursue unhealthy um, things right. to look uh, to look what 
like what they think health is. So it's like when really, I'm sure if we looked up the definition of health, I'm not going to read it out. I'm not going to Google it, but I'm sure it's something to do with being like disease free or Mm. something to do with chronic illness or not. Um, Like when I think of myself as a healthy person, I don't think it's because I weigh a certain amount or my face looks at I think of myself as a healthy person because I have no illnesses whatsoever and I'm very grateful for that but that when I think of I'm healthy I don't even think of like what I eat and um the fact that I exercise I think I'm healthy because I have no chronic illnesses and I have nothing that's underlying I don't have to take any medication just to keep me alive I don't have to take any medication to just get me through the day so I would say for me, that was what I feel like health is. And I'm not saying people with chronic illnesses, you know, you can't, oh, I'm, I'm, I feel healthy. Cause it's like, well, yeah, absolutely. But if there is something wrong with you that you need medical attention for all the time, then technically that your health is being impacted there. And it's not your fault. Not your fault. I'm just, that's just, you know, what technically health is. Yeah, and I think we've mentioned it before, the generational thing where often as well, um, you might get your granny say you look you look better or well or something like mm-hmm. that when you are slimmer or whatever. And it's like mm-hmm. we have to remind ourselves in in what world they other people grew up in where they believe that health looks a certain way. And it's not an excuse, but sometimes building our awareness of why people maybe comment on the way the way that mm-hmm. they do helps us understand things a lot more. Um, I think we've also spoken a lot um, recently, especially when we did the weight-based bias pod, which was Mm. episode number, if you want to go listen to that, because I actually referred a client back to that the other day because it was one of my favourites that we covered, which was episode 73. Mm. Um, But that was around um, health at every size. So the, the health at every size movement, I think everyone thinks, oh, well, you must just maybe promoting that like bigger bodies like are healthy and they're not like duh, 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 how do you know how do you know and it's uh, like no no no, no that's not the point <laughs> health, health at every size is suggesting mm-hmm. that um somebody can be healthy at every size it's not saying that everybody is healthy yeah. it's, like it's saying you know that people can be healthy at every mm-hmm. size and it doesn't necessarily impact what you believe because maybe they're in a bigger body You're like oh they must be really unhealthy or lazy or whatever it's like uh-uh that person could be like the most active person that you know, yeah. but you just actually haven't spent the time to consider. And that movement in itself, everyone thinks it's around like shaming the fitness industry and the the agenda that they're trying to put on. And, and I don't think people understand that fully, whereas in its simplicity, that movement, health at every size, is literally just a framework to that, that everyone gets equal healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It. Health That's at every it health uh doctors that practice health at every size but it basically means that let's just say someone who is classified as obese goes into the doctor and then someone who is of again I mean I don't agree with I'm just saying what they would say of a healthy BMI and they both said um I've got crippling stomach pain the thinner person would be treated as if they have crippling stomach pain and the 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 bigger person would be told to lose weight. So when we say health every size, it's not like, oh, if you're 
if you're bedridden because you're so big, then you can be healthy. Isn't it? And obviously people always go to extremes, don't they? Mm. But it basically means that regardless of your weight, you should be given the same medical care. And I think if, and like I've said on the po- on the podcast before, and I think I did a post about it as well. If you don't think that's right, then something is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't think that everyone deserves the same attention in the doctor's surgery then I'm not sure what's happened somewhere yeah. along the line but um it basically means that everyone deserves respect which if you don't agree that's with it. that, that's stop just... listening to this podcast immediately. absolutely yeah absolutely and I think that's it so it's like when we're talking about what we're what we're saying today which is like what does healthy look like you can't judge that just on someone's appearance which is why we say the body transformation industry and the the before and after photos it's like so what you've made someone drop body weight because actually you could have given them an eating disorder they could Mm -hmm. be chronically ill they could be um going through a a terrible period of grief or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like you, you can't say like how is that person healthy and I even challenged one of my clients on this the other day and I said um when they were talking about how their body's changed over the years. And I just asked them like, what's different now though, to where you maybe were with like your appearance Mm. since then. Um, uh, And they were like, well, actually like my mental health is a lot better. My self-awareness of like, like health and fitness and nutrition is a ton better. I'm in a better relationship, all these other things. And it was like, okay, cool. So actually there's a lot of bonuses in regards to how you've changed Mm -hmm not necessarily just the appearance thing, which is literally like the tiniest little thing outside of that. And I know, I think we're all naive enough to say like, we don't we don't care about how we look or what have you, but tell that to somebody who's ill, I always think. Tell that to somebody who's literally like really, really struggling or like, I always think people when they get cancer, like my sister had breast cancer last year. She couldn't have given two shits if she was like gonna gain weight or lose weight or anything. No. Like if anything, it was probably from a health point of view, she was worried yeah. about that. Like, God, I need to maintain enough weight um going through yeah. treatment. But it's like tell that to somebody <laughs> when they're going through like a life-threatening illness. Like yeah. that's what you're facing. Absolutely. It's like um one of my one of my best friends from back home, one of the few people I've stayed in touch with from school, Holly. Um, she's got um well actually she's not been fully diagnosed but she knows she has some kind of bowel disease whether it's um uh Crohn's ulcerative colitis you know one of the really really bad ones so she's got a pass so she can use any bathroom anywhere she can go into an office block a shop anywhere and um she was having really bad pain the other day and went in and said to the two women behind the thing like oh here's my pass I really need to use your bathroom and they wouldn't let her they said you look fine (laughs) yeah I messaged her and I said what the fuck I was like and she is you know she's in pain she's been in hospital um she's had she's been having tests in hospital for years and years and years and she is not fine she's incredibly unwell she's in pain all the time and for those two women to be like oh you're because you know if well if, if you just saw if I showed the audience now a picture of her you wouldn't think oh uh-oh you think oh there's a gorgeous 31 year old woman who looks fine it's like no she's incredibly chronically ill so that's when we need to be careful with this healthy fucking 
oh yeah well she looks fine to me and you're just like you have no idea what yeah it's it isn't it crazy as well like as as kids we're taught like don't judge a book by its cover yeah everyone starts freaking judging straight away (laughs) yeah it's like we get out of school and we're like oh thank god that trash is in the bin let's carry (laughs) on yeah it's ridiculous isn't it oh and by the way i just um uh health by definition is the state of being free from illness or injury yeah so that's what I'm I'm not saying that if you're if you have an illness then you're not healthy I'm just talking about if we are going to go into more more definitions um so why is it then do you think people um think health looks a certain way because I I honestly think and the more I I'm in this job for the for a longer time and the more people I work with and the more conversation I have I honestly think this is awful, but I honestly think that some people would choose chronic illness if it meant that they'd be thin. Yeah, no, it's you know, bad. I hate yeah, even saying it out loud. No, but... no, no, and and you you say that, but like I I probably heard that over the years. People joke about it. People are like, oh, um, uh, well, what, what my, happens my when you know gets when, really oh, yeah, or when people joke about um, like literally having food, food poisoning. poisoning. Yeah. Okay. I've heard, I've heard I, I'm just, just pounds. yeah what? just for some shock tactics here this is these this is stuff that I have this is not stuff that I've read this is stuff that I've heard come out of people's mouths um oh I loved it when I had gastroenteritis because I lost a stone gastroenteritis yeah that's like that's not like a bit of fun guys no 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 this is bedridden like uh, an, an illness that someone else I know had and said they wished they were dead so there's some context for that. We even uh, heard during COVID, you know, when people couldn't taste stuff. Yeah. Oh, at least it would mean I would stop eating. Yeah. Um, I ha- I've heard someone say that they wish they had a tapeworm. A tapeworm is something that is a parasite in your body that would stop you digesting food and make you lose lots of weight. So I've heard it someone is- say that. Not in a and they it's joking, but it's also not. It's like, oh, yeah, if I could just have it for a bit and then obviously because I'd be able to get and you're just like, what? OK, what's happening? Um, yeah. I've heard someone say that their mother um, was in a car accident and had to have jaw. Her uh, her jaw got detached, so she had to have jaw surgery. So she had to have wires put in it and she was on a liquid diet, obviously. And she's and, and I've heard the daughter of that woman say, um, I wish that would happen to me because at least it would stop me from eating. So when we're saying that we think people would choose it it's be- it's because i know that a lot of people would and it, it genuinely frightens me it frightens yeah. me um well that's why people will do anything won't they they'll do anything some people are just so it's desperation but then you've got to ask why so i had a conversation with them a, a, a long-term client yesterday and um uh, for pretty much the entirety of her session but we went into it and it was a really good chat and she is in her mid forties. Um, she is in good shape, as in I'm talking fitness wise. Um, she could do more. She knows that she probably does need to do a little bit more blood flow work. And but we spoke about that. Um, she's very strong. Um, she eats well and she enjoys eating well. And she, you know, has the occasional whatever. I'm not going to say you know unhealthy food, whatever. But what people would say is unhealthy but she's got um uh over the last five years she has gained kind of weight around her middle and bear in mind she's in her mid-40s 
So let's just, you know, keep age, keep age in mind. I'm not saying that when you hit 40, you just suddenly, you know, this happens, but it is more common. Um, yeah. And she said that she's been to the doctors because she wanted to check everything was okay and everything is okay. Her doctor said, you know, uh, blood pressure, she's not at much, you know, she's not really any risk of cardiovascular disease. Um, not even close to being pre-diabetic. Um, literally gave her pretty much like, you, you're fine actually. You could probably eat, you know, little, eat a bit more vegetables, whatever, you know, just the classic, you know, have a little bit more of this, a little bit less of that, but nothing like extreme, almost like a good for you, you know, I can see that you work hard. Um, but she's out of her mind about this. Her st- uh, the, the fat on her stomach and it is it, as as we know as we as we age as women and we go through perimenopause mm-hmm. our hormones start to change a lot mm-hmm. so um our hormones like estrogen starts to decline mm-hmm. remember like progesterone and estrogen are like a yin and yang so when mm-hmm. one's high one's low so mm-hmm. if your estrogen's on the decline progesterone ramps up progesterone mm-hmm. is like the nurturing hormone that we almost mm-hmm. get if we ovulate and we conceive and we have mm-hmm. a um, we have a fertilized egg. Progesterone is the one that ramps up and like nurtures yeah. the baby, which is how we then um, do the main job that our body was designed to do. Yeah, whether we like it or not. Whether we like it or not. <laughs> um, so what comes with that? Mm-hmm. Increased body fat, right? Mm-hmm. And often we get that that visceral fat around our lower abdomen. That's where women, women tend to hold it a little bit more because, well, well, what does that mean? It's like it's mm-hmm. the it's the safety zone for a lot of us, right? We're we're mm-hmm. trying to protect us. Is that frustrating as a female? Yeah. Yes, potentially when we live in a world where actually like a certain body type or whatever is is viewed as the ideal or what, whatever that might be. Does that mean it's always going to be that way? No, not necessarily. But things that definitely don't help it are things like high levels of stress and cortisol. Mm. You see a lot of women maybe at that age try to work harder and push themselves further, maybe doing like more intensity, Eat things like that. that eat less yeah which can be, as as we spoke about before is stress on the body mm-hmm. um there's also the fact that as our body goes through these changes it is a stressful time you, mm-hmm. you sleep gets disrupted on a night time you have mood swings you have brain fog at work you get frustrated with yourself there's so many different things that happen so it's looking at the whole picture rather than just the one thing and thinking why am I like this why is this so annoying mm-hmm. and instead being like trying to accept your body as it goes through this period mm-hmm. of change and I know that's easier said than done. Um, and it's not to say that you can't change anything about it. There's there's, there's ways of us exploring and experimenting and seeing mm. whatever. But at the same time, it's like, it's just a really difficult time because there is no guarantees with what will will change things. And I think that's that's a really, it's, it's a really difficult one. And, a, and a, more so the work that I think comes into it isn't, more blood work, more stuff in the gym, even though we know that might be beneficial for our overall mm-hmm. health and well-being. It's actually like the self-acceptance of what's mm-hmm. going on in our brain. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I had a conversation with her and I said, so you've just found out that you're pretty much in a really good position health-wise at, uh, yeah. know, for, for a woman in your age. I said, so why does it matter? And she said, well, I've, I've not had this fat before. And I said, okay, but we gain weight and lose weight forever you know, we'll gain, mm-hmm. we'll lose weight. Remember, I, I always make sure people know that 
we don't stay like there's a ballpark that you usually sit around mm-hmm. um whether it's five kilos i think the average is five kilos like yeah. between 60 65 70 75 whatever um and then i said so i said to her so i told her about i think i've mentioned this i, I use this story a lot because it, it always goes like people always reply to it and go really really because it's like it it goes against everything that we've been told Mm. ever and it's about um a girl that I trained in in the Middle East and um beautiful gorgeous lovely kind lovely just I loved her absolutely loved her and I had to travel 45 minutes to her house (laughs) I really did like her she could have sold she could have made millions from selling fitness programs online Mm -hmm. as the the genetic she'd hit the genetic lottery okay and I always I always like to premise this and that there's a reason that um Will Store said this there's a reason that in all these self help books and you know self love whatever they don't mention genes is because they they want you to believe that you are in complete control of everything so mm-hmm. when you read fucking all these self help books it never mentions one of the biggest impacts of anything on your life which is the person you were born to be mm-hmm. um and she had a washboard stomach I even saw some a, a little bit of a six-pack in there and her bum was so firm and round that I could balance a drink on it I didn't but I could if I wanted to um if you're talking lifestyle slept all day awake all night um ate fast food pretty much consistently um, and only as well. Um, sat on a chair pretty much, I would say, when she was awake. <laughs> she was sitting on a chair. Um, never exercised in her entire life. She was 21. Uh, never exercised in her entire life. Um, so I was cautious of training her because she'd never exercised and she spends a lot of time sat down. So I to start... I put her on a treadmill and I put the incline up to two and the speed at three. If anyone's been on a treadmill before, they know that is a very slow incline walk. Very slow. Within three minutes, she went pale and had to leave and almost fainted. Right? Again, this isn't me speaking low on this girl. I absolutely adored her. Um, But if I showed you a picture of her, do you think that you'd think she was healthy? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Also, she had the most gorgeous skin and long, long, thick, flowing hair. Honestly, when I saw, her, I thought I was in the present. Well, I was in the prince of a princess. <laughs> so I was like, oh my goodness, you know, like you know, someone who we all like to look at beautiful people. You know, it's interesting. And but was she fit and healthy? Healthy technically, because she didn't. She was free from illness and injury. If we're going by that definition, but she was incredibly, incredibly unfit and deconditioned to the point where almost dangerous levels as in she definitely definitely needed to to sort that out quite quickly but she was so young so she had plenty of time but if she took a picture of her not that she would if she took a picture of herself in a bikini and put on instagram um um buy my full body program it's six to eight weeks she'd make a fortune yeah yeah but it's it's just it's crazy isn't it because it's like like you say, she might have looked um, what you might typically, and this is why we're going to keep using this all the way through, like typically yeah. what someone might describe as healthy. Mm-hmm. But then there are also people who, 
you see who uh, maybe look different to what you would imagine, but they're actually like so much more capable than what someone would even be able to like contextualize. Do you know what I mean? Like, for example, maybe maybe put someone in the gym who you think, let's say there's like a big guy, right? And you put them in the gym and actually not only have they got an amazing aerobic capacity, but they're also like strong as hell. But mm-hmm. actually, when you literally saw them walking down the street, you might think, oh, no, that they if I was doing a category of healthy, unhealthy, mm-hmm. I would say they look unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's just all perception. It's 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 and again, and we're talking about health in that. I'm talking about um, fitness there in the gym. I'm talking about strength and I'm talking about like their aerobic fitness, but also in regards to like their health at home. Take that person at home. Actually, they eat three meals a day. They mm-hmm. sit down and they eat without distractions. So mm-hmm. they're actually very present in the meals that mm-hmm. they're eating. They've got a great bedtime routine. They go to mm-hmm. bed at a regular time every single night. And every now and again, they they maybe um, have a little bit of a more of a healthy social yeah. life. So yeah. they, they're they healthy in that sense. They've got a good group of friends. Yeah. Uh, they don't drink. They don't smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, eat 10 types of fruit and vegetables a day. Mm-hmm. But do, again, it's like, you don't you don't know like you, you don't know any of these things I am um, I even said this to a client the other day I used to work with a girl who she was a bit older than me but she was probably I would hazard a guess and I would say she was probably a size six maybe an eight so size six to eight so just so we can contextualize mm-hmm. what she what she looked like in size wise she smoked about 10 cigarettes a day right she only ate crisps huh just, she only ate just crisps. Occasionally, she would have some like a plain ham sandwich, but most of the time, it would be three packets of crisps a day. Oh my god! And three full fat cokes. And that's, that's what it. she ate. That's what she ate. And I worked with her Monday to Friday for about eighteen months. Oof. Right. But she was a size eight. So was she healthy? People would think so. Mm. people would think so but people would also be like oh how can you get away with eating three packets of crisps and three cokes in a day and still look like that as if like it's aspirational yeah and then I would I would I would literally think I would hate to look at her insides that's what I would genuinely think I would think like I bet her body was just in constant turmoil yeah turmoil absolutely absolutely so I think you've got this is why I like I bring up the that conversation about that girl I knew And I brought it up in this conversation with the client because I said, if I stood both of you next to each other, right, not me, because I'm in the know in in these kind of things, but put a, uh, I picked like a jury, you know, random people from random parts of the country and said, who's healthier? I said to her, they'd pick her. As in they'd pick the other girl, not my client. Mm -hmm. But but if I was there, and because I know both of you, I would say you without a shadow of a doubt. I would say absolutely you. I said, obviously, I will go on to this in a second, but I didn't mention that she's got fat on her stomach. I couldn't give a shit. It's none of my business. Yeah. No, my business is, is she strong and fit? That's my job. So whether she has fat on her stomach, I said, it's fucking none of my business and it, and it, and it, and it shouldn't be. And I shouldn't mention it ever because I'm a normal human being. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then you, that's when it goes into like, so what is it? What is it about it that 
that bothers you and what if you what if to get rid of it you had to become an unhealthier person and that's when the conversation slows down because the person we didn't come to a conclusion but it's like oh yeah it's like when people say I want to be really oh I really want to be really lean I really want to be really healthy I'm just like well those are two different things that's like saying I want to run a marathon and I want to do a 400 meter sprint. I'm like two very different things require two very different programs. It's like, which one? Yeah. Pick one. Oh, both. Well, uh, I'll refer you to, <laughs> I'll refer yeah. you to, to my PT that I know also um, uh, specializes in magic and being a magician. Cause it's not going to, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to really. It's like, how, how does, how do you feel? Right. Because it doesn't matter how you look, it, it matters how you feel. That's, mm-hmm. that should be above all else where you can move through everyday life with, like you say, minimal aches, pains, um, a, a feeling of like strength or um, like uh, feeling able to do things that you don't fatigue you really quickly. So those things really matter. But when, this is, I think, where the, the tricky bit where it comes down to is where people say, yeah, but I might feel healthy. But I don't feel maybe good in my view or my, my my mindset around myself. And I think, like, that's what it comes down to. It's not like the the, the healthy thing that it gets categorized to. Oh. It's actually quite far away from that. But it's the easiest thing that people can relate to it. And and how many times do we maybe get somebody who comes to us to start with and say, I want to feel healthier. And that's where it's up to us to ask the right question, because that could actually mean aesthetics, but they've just got it confused because mm. of where where we are in the industry at the moment. Um, the yeah, it's just it's it's just such a such a difficult one. And I think if you remember as well, like what's healthy to one person mm-hmm. could also be very unhealthy to somebody else. Absolutely, so, when it comes to food or or exercise. Yeah, it, but for example, like um. Uh, one of Matt's friends has got a quite a severe peanut allergy. I could be like, mm, peanuts, so healthy. So to nutritious. Him, it, to him, it literally yeah. sends him into hospital. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. that's actually severely unhealthy for him. Mm-hmm. Just in the same way, if I said, Sasha, chicken breast is so healthy. It's got so much protein. It's like so good for me. But I'm going to have 20 for lunch. <laughs> You'd be like, that is also quite unhealthy, Jess. <laughs> that's quite unhealthy in the sense that you're taking that to an extreme and probably going to feel like pure shit afterwards but you know what's the thing that when it, when it, what it boils down to is one very 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 simple um conclusion right keep your mouth shut no one mm. it's none of anyone's business it's like this is what ariana grande said which go back to the thing at the front we need to stop mentioning it just stop yeah. it. Just so stop, anyone... stop talking about it, stop mentioning it, stop. Unfortunately, a lot of the time it's women on women. Sorry, but it is. Women say other things about women's that I don't like that. Oh, um, and you know, a lot of the time it's older women talking about younger women. I'm going to say it because it's true. <laughs> um, But just, it's like I said to you, Jess, the other day when uh, my long-term one-to-one client uh, said to me, and again, this isn't blowing my own trumpet, it's a quote, I'll I'll quote her. <laughs> she said, Sash, do you know what I love about you is the fact that we've been training all this time now and you've not mentioned my body or anyone else's body once. And I said, why would I? And she goes, well, because you just assume, you just think that it's going to be mentioned. And I said, but it's none of my business. And she goes, no, I, I know that. 
she goes but it's just good that you've literally not mentioned it and you know and guess what feeling great why do you think that is do you think of when we started coaching I, I the first thing I said to her is also oh, how much weight do you want to lose also oh, how many inches have you lost around your stomach oh you you know your glutes oh, oh ham- and, uh, and I think once I mentioned that her hamstrings were popping but that's because she it's- had an ACL tear so we've been working on hamstrings and I said yeah. oh your ham-, but that wasn't like a if they weren't like that they'd be shit that was like oh wow look at you know your hamstrings are really strong yeah yeah, and I think in that in that instance, when you're coaching and stuff, it's like helpful to highlight sometimes where the muscle is for some people. Like, yeah. you see this? Like, this is yeah. this is relevant to what I was telling you about. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, that that Ariana Grande thing. She basically said, um, "I don't do this very often. Like, yeah. I don't like talking about it, and I'm yeah. not really good at it." But mm-hmm. she said, "I just want to address like the concerns that you have as a collective mm-hmm. about my body, and talk about what it means to be a person." with a body that's paid such close attention to yeah being a celebrity is like yeah, yeah. on another level yeah but he said um i think we should just be gentler and less comfortable commenting yeah. on people's bodies no uh, matter i what. fully because agree it, with her fully yeah agree. because it's not it's not our business no. to comment on somebody else's body and she just said if you think you're saying something good or well-intentioned whatever it is healthy or unhealthy big or small this or that sexy not sexy we should really work towards just not doing that because it's and and I think as well one of the good things and it's a good exercise for us all to practice if you are somebody who maybe notices that you are this person it's not something you can maybe switch off Mm. those judgments and biases that you've accrued over the years is maybe something that you picked up from your parents or your caregivers or the people that you hang around with or what have you but a good exercise is to practice when you find those thoughts coming up where you would maybe say, oh, you look really good or whatever, just to like try and find a new way of complimenting somebody. It's a great exercise to find a new way of complimenting somebody. Mm-hmm. You look really happy today. Yeah. You look like whatever that might be, like you maybe, maybe someone you do know somebody has been working towards a specific goal. Yeah. Maybe actually ask them, how, how's it going? Yeah, exactly. You look really like you look really energized. Or you look really happy in yourself at the minute. How is that thing going? How is that work yeah. with that personal trainer going that you've been doing? Exactly. Rather than instantly jumping to the conclusion that oh, it must be around weight loss or it must be around something else or whatever. I think yeah, exactly. And then the issue lies is that I mean, so he Lee's mentioned this a million times. Like, just don't say it, whether it's good or not. And then there's always a few comments like, but if someone's put in the hard work, I want to make sure that they're getting recognition for it and then her um rebuttal yeah the thing she says is like you can compliment someone on their hard work but it doesn't have to be that detailed because again people might not like this but the chances if someone's lost a lot of weight the chances of them putting some back on is is almost certain not all of it all the time but some is almost certain as in it very rarely happens ever right we know this in 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 the fitness industry so saying that someone looks better when the chances of them going back to the way they were before are extremely high, that's yeah. going to fuck them up so bad. If someone, oh my God, um, Jess, you look so much better now you've lost that weight. Oh my God, oh, you look gorgeous. It's like, it's basically saying, wow, you looked like shit before. Now you look good. Make sure you don't go back to don't how change. you were because you will go back to looking like shit. Yeah. So people but- think they're being nice. When it's not being nice at all, because no. you're essentially saying, "Oh, thank goodness you look like this now," because you look like back end of a bus before. 
Yeah. And I think it also puts a lot of pressure on that person because basically what that person is saying, like you say, is they're putting a pin in you to then say, stay here. Don't mm-hmm. move. Don't go back. Don't don't change any. You need to stay at that point. I think that's the problem with it is there's no wiggle room for that person. Then there's, there's just more pressure to try mm-hmm. and continue to be where they're at. Yeah. Um, instead, and as coaches, it's like if a client has got that goal or what have you, like our job should be to, if we are, I hate, hate using the word praise because it shouldn't be praise, but acknowledge or... Um, recognize. Recognize, yeah. Effort. Always yeah. effort. Mm-hmm. Because actually that's something that someone can continue to work on and like, they're like, oh yeah, I actually have been really working really hard to get that pull up. Or yeah, I have been really working hard to improve my... um like meals in a day I've been having three meals a day that's really good for me rather yeah, than yeah. just like not eating and then eating yeah. like too much or whatever and then yeah. eating feeling it's like yeah that's I can really see that you've made the conscious effort with that and you can see how it's paying off in your energy levels throughout mm-hmm. the day and you can see how you you're feeling when you go into those workouts you feel like you're not sore and like mm-hmm. making sure you help people see that there's more to the the actual thing than just that one out I did a I did a and a reel on it on Instagram yesterday, which landed absolutely flat on its face, um, which was about like um, that outcome-based goals. Like yeah. if we're only ever focused on the outcome, that's when sometimes we get that destination mindset. But more more often than not, as well, is um, it it doesn't really give us any explanation of why we're doing something. It's just like, oh, I'm doing ten thousand steps because I'm going to try and lose weight. It's like, no. <laughs> no like what's the behavior that you need to change to make mm-hmm. this a regular thing that you keep up and and is a habit that helps you improve your health for life mm-hmm. oh well, actually it's it's getting outside for at least half an hour every day and getting some sunlight on my face and being outside in nature and being away from technology for a bit like that's actually the behavior that I'm working on to improve okay yeah that's cool exactly and then we also have I'm going to go back to my quote that I've quoted a thousand million times in fact it's it's Dr. Jennifer Gowdy, so it's the person who wrote that book. She's she spoke on um uh John Brady's podcast that we you know that the part three. Yeah. He was one of the t- the speakers who wrote this book. Um I won't read if you listen to the pod, you'll know you'll know what it is, but it is a heroic myth with a very rare narrative exception that anything I tell someone to do will cause sustained weight loss if weight loss per se is the focus. We must stop that being the focus because it it cannot work. It cannot work. Um, but we do. People do do it constantly. Calling yourself a fat loss coach is basically saying that that's what you'll do regardless, which is fine if that's what you want to do. That's fine. But you can't mask it as something else. Now we know also the dangers of... Um, uh, in in her book, she calls it the cave brain because remember, a cave brain is something that you have where emotions, it, it your your brain's going to do what it's going to do regardless of how you feel. Like it doesn't care that you have a holiday coming up. Your brain doesn't care that a friend calls you this. Your it, it it doesn't think about things like this. It thinks about keeping you alive and of reproductive ability, right? So we must stop focusing on it. And as as a fitness coach of almost eight years, who can look up at my board of clients and I can see zero people 
where we talk about bodies all the time and like what she what they look like and stuff and they're all doing so well and they're happy and they've been with me for multiple years it's like it can work but the intention has to be right yeah intention has to be there and people might say oh yeah but that is my goal I do want to do that and it's like fine but you can't have it as the main focus because it will Forever. fall flat on its face just like yeah. this is when it's good to go into like the, the horrible stories I've heard of people's parents like oh my mom's been on a diet for 35 years why do you think that is because her main focus in life is to be thin that's all she cares about and I've heard people say oh yeah my mom literally said that her only goal in life is to be thin so I'm not making it up this is from you know I've heard it come out of people's mouths and the reason that is is because that is the main goal health not asked fitness don't care um strength don't care all it is is which yogurt has the uh, least calories in yeah and there's no wonder then we just become so disillusioned with health because that's what we think it is then we're like yeah. well so what <laughs> yeah exactly so to go back to the initial question of the podcast no one knows and we and people think they do and they're oh yeah you know you can kind of tell no you can't can't tell at all actually yeah you can't tell what's going on inside um also we have to bring mental health into it that comes into it as well you could have someone who from the outside in you could think oh aesthetically pleasing oh mentally ill technically they're ill they are ill it's just an illness of the brain right it's like you can't we need to stop it <laughs> We need to yeah. stop it, which is why if it does come into conversation with a client, I try and just, I'm not going to shoot it down and be like, I'm not talking about this, obviously, but I try and approach it in like, in a very like, kind of logical manner. Like, okay, so how come this has come up into conversation? Oh, because this person said this. Oh, is that your friend? Well, yeah. I was like, hmm. Why yeah. is it your friend? Why are they saying that? Oh, they're just looking out for me. They're just worried about me. I was like, mm, doesn't sound like they are. <laughs> yeah. Because do they know? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Is is your health at risk? No, 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 I'm fine. But they're saying that I, you know, used to look healthier than I was because I've gained this weight. It's like, hmm, that's actually a pretty horrible conversation. <laughs> yeah. Jess, imagine if we had that conversation. Can you even, it, I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even know where I, I wouldn't even know where it would come from imagine if I said Jess you've gained some weight are you okay like you you look unhealthy you'd be like what <laughs> I'd be like are you okay <laughs> why are you talking about this but that, but that kind that's... of conversation needs to be like that as yeah. in like, you know, like on April Fool's I was going to but I didn't do a post saying I'm looking for six action takers who want to lose <laughs> 10 kilos in the next six weeks or something but I couldn't even say it as a joke no it was too much for me so conversations like that should almost be like if it were to happen to me and Jess we'd be like ew and you'd be like ew and I'd be like oh god sorry I said that not that I would but they're so normal it almost yeah. seems like a good thing if you know if you're meeting your family for dinner Easter Sunday right you come in you lost five kilos oh oh you look so much better it's like no yeah yeah um, you know what people there will be people listening to this by the way that disagree and say I would always compliment someone if I know they've worked hard 
I'm not, I'm not going to, um, if my friend's done the hard work, I'm not going to pretend that she hasn't and just ignore it. Fine. I, I, I would say to people like that, though, is there are other ways you can. Yeah, um, there are other ways you can do it without complimenting on the way someone looks, which is a, a stre- extremely sensitive subject for probably 99.99% of people in the Western world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's difficult. It is very difficult, which is why this is probably going to be a continued conversation for a long time I know so he's talking about it a lot I know loads of people have been talking about it for decades you know um just not people that are as maybe popular as she is but coming from someone who doesn't talk about it in their job when it's expected of me in the fitness world I've only seen good things Mm -hmm. and that is coming from years of experience I have seen people care less about it people realize that it's not the end of it's not the only thing that matters people focusing on getting fitter getting stronger um eating i don't like to say better but just eating food that they know is probably what they need yeah. um just working on the things that are going to help you forever yeah rather than a passing thought yeah, and I think that's, that's it. It frees up so much headspace. Oh, yeah, it does. It really does, and I think that's it. It's the, it's, it, it. It seems like the easiest thing to focus on because there is so much focus on it. Mm-hmm. But actually, by opening up the tunnel vision that you have around aesthetics can be quite daunting at first it can be Mm -hmm. like um you're opening up the door to a much bigger room than the smaller room that you've been in and -hmm. it can be a bit like whoa but actually over time it 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 allows you so much more freedom in the way that you view yourself in the way that you view others in the the peace that you have with your appearance like there's there's so many benefits Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think I think that's that's a a good one for us all to go away and and just question like our our judgments, our biases, and how we can maybe practice other ways of complimenting people as well when it comes to what we view as them being healthier or mm-hmm. looking after themselves or whatever that might be. And also remember that the the simple equation, the simple equation of weight loss was such a big had such a big impact on the industry because it's the simplicity is what people loved um I'm reading a book at the minute um called I say um heretics or Dan's I can't remember if it's heretic I think it's heretics and I said heretics and he was like Sasha it's heretics I was like oh sorry <laughs> but it's basically a whole book around why intelligent people believe silly things Mm. in the nicest way possible and, and and at the beginning there's a creationist talking about obviously religion and creation and there's um someone who studied evolution the person who studied evolution came from an extremely religious background and then the creationist came from a completely non-religious background so they came from opposites and ended up opposites mm-hmm. and the guy who studies evolution said that god created the world is like oh sweet yeah click the fingers oh that's good oh nice so he so he so adam and eve whatever yeah oh nice 
Okay, that's simple. That's easy to understand. <laughs> Evolution, <laughs> extremely complex, um, still being studied, um, finding out new things every single day, um, probably another uh, few hundred years work, maybe even more. We, I'll never know. I'll be dead by then. But so complicated that people study it, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, the other side's a little bit easier. I just felt, yeah, God created the, yeah, that'd be more, that's easier to understand. And some people, I'm not saying everyone, some people, if there's an incredibly complex, nuanced conversation that involves hard work, changing beliefs, which is extremely hard, especially if you're older, um, just completely flipping your whole world on its head and realizing that maybe we shouldn't have been talking about this in this way for the last hundred years or whatever, or calorie deficit <laughs> yeah some people like oh that's a lot for me right it's now mm -hmm. so I'll probably just um I'll 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 stick on this side for a bit yeah seems easier for them yeah seems easier even though deep 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 down might think oh yeah it probably is a bit more complicated than that but I'm not in a place to deal with that conversation right now so I'll just stick to what I'll just stick to tracking my food and making sure that I'm burning more than I'm for now even though the the, the complicated nuanced conversation will probably exist in that person's life in the future because it kind of will but maybe they're just not quite ready to mm -hmm. dive into it yet because it involves sitting with stuff that's not very nice mm -hmm. that person <sighs> thanks yeah. guys for listening yeah well we've got you know what you might have been thinking oh it's just jess and sasha again oh my god again for the 95th week in a row um but we've got in the next month we've got four guests yeah lots of guests coming up so you will not hear just me and jess until the end of may so congratulations <laughs> you get to listen to some interesting people <laughs> yeah i've got danny on next week danny next week jess the week after a different jess um we've got charlotte the week after that and then we've got a week that's just me and you jess on the 10th and then on the 17th we've got danny bosworth coming on so um nice. really looking forward to that and thanks for listening again and we will see you see you later let us know your thoughts on this week's episode guys we would love to hear your yeah, take like subscribe all that <laughs> thanks guys goodbye Bye.